0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show. It's me, Chase, and you guys know this show. This is where I normally sit down with the world's top creators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders, and today is just a little bit different. That's right. For you folks that don't like change, well, I apologize in advance, but I think we're going to actually like this, so stay with me. And for those of you who might know it's coming, because I have done a couple of these episodes in the past, sometimes I call them micro-shows. This one is a a slight twist even on a micro-show, and that is I'm taking what I think are some of the best answers from the show, The Daily Creative, which is a show on my YouTube channel, slash Chase Jarvis. If you're not subscribed, there, I'm not sure what's happening, why you would do that to me. But in this case, uh, it's a show where I take called in questions from all over the world, from all y'all creators and entrepreneurs, us here in this community, and I try and use uh, the little bit of wisdom that I've, I've captured over a lifetime of doing this stuff. And, of course, harvesting all kinds of valuable info from uh, previous guests on the show to answer these questions. And I think this makes an exceptional episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter. Normally, you know, this is like a 60-minute show, 60 to 90-minute. This is going to be a little burst of energy. And the reason why I enjoy this format and these questions is because these are questions that we all have had and the occupation of the asker, whether it's a designer, a photographer, an entrepreneur, it it doesn't matter. We are all in this together. There's so many similarities. And you all can do the mapping for yourselves as to how this is, is the most pertinent. But unequivocally, these are questions that come up over and over. I feel like there's only about 100 questions to figuring out how to make a living and a life doing the things that you love. Um, so I'm going to, uh, I guess, just get out of the way. And before I do that, I'm going to just a quick word from our sponsor, Creative Live. All right. If there was one thing we all had way back in that weird world that was 2020, it was time alone. Maybe you called it isolation. Maybe you called it introspection. Any way you think about it, there was more time to think and reflect, but also to imagine and to envision what the future might look like. So now in 2021, what will this year be? Will you take a step towards that passion toward what you know deep down inside you're meant to be doing? Isn't it time to put action behind those beliefs, those thoughts, those dreams that you've had? I think it is, and there are lots of ways to do that. Listening to podcasts like this is one, but I want to here invite you to sign up for Creative Live. Now, Creative Live is where the world's top creators, entrepreneurs, Pulitzer Prize winners, New York Times bestsellers, and the best of the best go to teach what they've learned over the course of a lifetime. Creative Live has classes in photography and video art, design, music, audio, and all kinds of business classes. Anything that has to do with making a living and a life in any of those disciplines, Creative Live has created a class just for you from the ground up, taught by one of those groundbreaking leaders in the space. This is what I believe is the best creative and entrepreneurial library of learning content on the planet, more than 20,000 hours. And this is where millions of people go to learn. So I wanna invite you to make the best of the rest of 2021, make it your best year yet. And I want you to go check out creativelive.com slash creator pass. That's where you can sign up for the Creative Live subscription that'll unlock thousands of hours, thousands of classes, And most importantly, give you the fuel, the rocket fuel that you need to take off. There's all kinds of payment options there. You can either pay annually or pay monthly, whatever works best for you. So I'd invite you to go check it out and take advantage of creativelive.com. Hey, what's up, Chase? My name's Corey. I have a company called Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-Z. Nice and we way are way kind way of to a advertise. platform that's well a mix between Creative Live and Netflix for hair. So majority of hairdressers fail within three years, largely because of educational inadequacies in beauty school. So my question is, we have a bunch of content, but we're bringing in stars to create their own channels and videos in our platform. Now, often, platforms like ours would charge per video so we can do a revenue share with that talent. Since ours is a monthly subscription like Netflix, It's hard for us to share the way Spotify does with artists. So my question is, how can people get well-known collaborators to work with them without doing a strict revenue share per video view? Corey, first of all, good question. I like entrepreneurial questions. Um, There's so much creativity in being an entrepreneur, in how to frame your business, how to think about it. You've decided to go subscription. Do you know why you did that? I don't want to just sort of ask you to, to debrief or break down your entire business, but I, I want you to think about is that the best model for what you're trying to do? Because if you want to have rock stars on, bringing them on to we've seen this at Creative Live, bringing them on to a sort of platform where they, they can't bring their wholly owned audience and monetize them on your platform, it just there's no incentive or not no there's a reduced a massively reduced a massively reduced incentive for them to bring them to your platform. So you're you're you, you're asking me a question that I'm questioning the general premise of the approach. So first and foremost, uh, sort of retool, think about it and see if you're going about it the right way. Now, if you're sure you are and you want to proceed, I have two courses of action for you. One is, well, I don't know if this is too, I oh, don't I'm just going to start. So you need to understand that you need to understand the unit economics of the business that you're running. If How many people do you have to have in the subscription pipeline over what timeline to make what amount of money, and then when you see that, you have that amount of money coming in, then you are able to better gauge how much you can straight up pay those people. Because remember, if you're an influencer, you're trying to get those people on your platform, you have to be able to pay them because other people are paying them for their time. They can make money doing anything. So, if you, and this, the, chan, the the hard part is to, to not overpay them such that you go out of business and yet pay them enough so it's worth them coming on the platform and the only way you do that if you understand the unit economics of your business. How many subscribers, over what churn rate, over what length of time, over what what's the LTV, the lifetime value of a customer that you get on your platform and how can you understand that well enough to know that you can offer them this, maybe it's 25,000 bucks for an hour or two videos or whatever such that you can still sustain your business, happily pay them enough that incense them and is good for your business so that's all sort of copacetic. Um, I, that's the, it's just a fundamental business school shit, but I actually do want you to think about if subscription is the right thing. Everyone just runs a subscription because Netflix does it. Well, they have massive scale. Massive scale. So uh, that's my answer. I, I really like these entrepreneurial questions. These are things that I had to figure out moving from sort of the, the um, more solopreneur, um, independent uh, artist to running a business that had a bunch of other people and, and involved outside third parties. But um, cool. So bring it. Uh, thank you, Corey. It was Corey, right? Corey, are you guys alive? Hello, team. You guys good? Is it Corey? Corey? All right, Corey. Great. Hey, Chase. It's Kevin Matthews. With everything that you can see on the internet now, all the art and all the creativity, how can you identify when you are being unique and doing work that uniquely you do? With everything out there, it's easy to say, oh, this picture I took is too much like this or too much like that. How, do you, how can you tell when you are doing creative, unique work that is a reflection of your own personal taste? Because it's so easy to get it confused with someone else's creativity. Thanks, Chase. Kevin, good question. The question, if you, in case you missed it, was about personal style. And so what I just did here, Kevin, is I, I pulled up this video. Oh, God. I pulled up this video. I just launched this I think maybe last week. Uh, it's called How Do You, where is it on the on the YouTubes here? Uh, How do you develop a personal style? And in this video I talk, should we? What is personal style? I think it's a good question, but I can't be more definitive in saying that personal style, if you have a goal of making a living, a life, or a hobby that earns you recognition on a repeated basis for the work that you do, then personal style is everything. All right. All right, so what that video goes on to say, I really think you should watch that video and it's just very, you use the Googles, find it, uh, is that personal style is massively, critically important. The way you do that is by putting more of yourself into the work. The example that I give there, I think is in that one, is if you take a picture of the Grand Canyon, there's been a billion, million pictures of the Grand Canyon. What have you done, lived, seen, not seen? What's your history, your family heritage? Something that you can make a, a picture that is different than most, or if not all, of the other stuff. And the only way you can do that is you have lived a life that few or ideally know other people, and this maybe this the eternal return, some this is a Nietzsche shit here, but <laughs> um, did I just quote Nietzsche? I did, I did sorry. So find what about you that can you can consistently put in your work, and that is a point of view that you have based on your personal experience that would uniquely identify that now. That is the what, the how to do that is very hard. And here's why it's hard, because you haven't made enough stuff. If you're asking me this question, that means I'm guessing you don't yet have a personal style, and you haven't made enough stuff to know what your stuff looks like before you even make it. To me, this is a really, it's it's an intriguing point of view. When I sit down to take a picture, I basically have my version of that picture in my head, and I start shooting, trying to, to, to achieve that. Um, that's called the, the, the um, and when you can achieve that, the creative gap is zero. When you start out, where maybe where you're at, or I don't want to make too many assumptions, but the creative gap is large. This is a concept from Ira Glass. And the goal, as you get better at your craft, you reduce the creative gap until it's zero, and the picture that you can see in your mind, which is your signature, you, like the what you want to make, when well, you can make that, that is mastery. You can make that over and over and over. So you wanna reduce the creative gap through mastering your skills, and then when you're at zero, and you can consistently make the picture that you see or feel before you even sat down, and of course, you're gonna learn new shit as you're in the middle of the shoot or whatever, you're gonna get inspired, but that's still, it comes from, the thing—it's the answers are in here. This is what creatives don't understand. The answers are in here. The answers are not out there. That's imitation. That's how you master craft. You, you 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 survey the landscape and try and get good at oh this technique and that technique. And remember, if you steal everything from one person, if you rip off their technique, that's stealing. But if you borrow a few things from everybody, put that through the filter of you. That's called research and application of your own personal style. And the way you know your personal style is if not, you know, make something a thousand times, not the same thing. Make a thousand things, and when you get to the thing that you know what it feels like, and you're just creating without thinking about it, or not, not not thinking about it, but it just it's intuitive to you what you should do in this case. Then you've developed your style. So. The de- the video is a little bit more detailed than that. To me, that's the most important thing that creatives can do because that's the way you get hired. If you try and be everything to everybody, you're going to be nothing to nobody, and that's not that's not a good way to make a living for sure. Um, all right, I think is that the first one or the second one? Second one. That was that question. And we're done. All right, that's it for today's show. But hey, before you go, I wanted you to know that I am so grateful to have your ears, your attention, and have you be a part of the community around this show. I love reading all your messages, the texts that come in, the questions, feedback, stories, guest ideas. It's uh, I I devour every one of your comments. Uh, I respond as often as possible, and you know these are my, my thumbs tapping these things out on social uh, and my phone number on the other side of the text. Oh, you probably just in case you don't know that. Did you know you can text me two oh six. with any feedback. And it's actually, well, the first one's automated, but then that's actually my thumbs on the end of that. Um, Again, I just want you to know that this show, I make this show for you and for me. And this community has been a driving force in my life for more than 10 years now. Uh, I've listened to you. I listen to your ideas and I do everything I can to make them come to life. So thank you for participating. Uh, My ears and eyes and thumbs are, are out there on the internet trying to make this happen. I just want you to know how grateful I am and I want you to stay tuned for the next episode coming soon.